0: Hi, I'm Charlie, and this is TV in the Kitchen, a post-episode recap show where I'm joined by my friends Sean and Sam to break down the latest series. Currently, we're reviewing The Last of Us. Episodes will be releasing every Monday until either the show ends or there's a real-world apocalypse that prevents us from recording. Thanks for listening. The Last of Us on HBO aired Sunday night. We made it through the season. Yes, we did. All right, we did make it through. 9 episodes. 9 episodes. Uh the Oscars were last night. So uh before we get into The Last of Us, which I think we're going to we're going to get pretty deep into with this one cuz I, I feel like uh I mean, the episode kind of ends with this, this this pretty big uh moral question which I am really curious to hear you guys thoughts on. Uh but first, yeah. let's just run through the Oscars real quick. Cuz we made we made our predictions. We did we did a whole episode on that. And uh We can just quickly go through the main ones. Best picture to everything, everywhere, all at once. I think we all said this. Oh, yeah. yeah. We all
1: said it. Great win. It's really cool to see a more, like, this type of movie. It's more energetic and, I think, different. Like, I like most the winners, but I think, you know, movies like Green Book and uh, kind of, like, biographical stuff wins a lot. So it's cool to see something really different win this.
2: Yeah, totally. Yeah, this is absolutely my favorite movie. the last year so i'm happy to
0: see them win totally i think uh i mean there's always the question of the oscars where you watch it and it maybe it seems right in the moment and then retrospectively you look back and it's like that did that pick age well and i think i think this is one that will will truly age well like i i think everything everywhere all at once is the movie of of 2022 that just really captured everyone's hearts and uh I, I yeah,
1: think, I think this and Parasite are the two recent ones.
0: Yeah, I was I was going to make that comparison. It just it seems like like I I almost thought that maybe it would go to like The Fablemans or All Quiet on the Western Front just because of the nature of of these ceremonies. But uh, I'm I'm really like I'm I'm pleasantly surprised to see this win and be awarded and and to take home seven awards is awesome.
2: Yeah, no, it did really well, and yeah, the Parasite comparison is interesting. Because yeah, that's another movie that you wouldn't necessarily expect to win it mm-hmm. at the time, but it was just like such a phenomenon when it when exactly. it came out.
0: And that's exactly how I would describe everything ever all at once. I mean, it's it's like mm-hmm. it totally like I think it wasn't my personal favorite film of the year, but it's it like I I completely support it winning winning just because like it it like I've been. I've been seeing its effect on people since it came out. And it didn't even mm-hmm. release an Oscar season. It's been out for, for Yeah, it's like an
1: April release. That we really like kept that momentum all year.
3: So awesome yeah, that.
0: totally. I can just quickly run through the acting categories and then we'll move on to The Last of Us. Uh I, I love the like comeback stories with uh Brendan Fraser and Key Huiquan. I, I think I mean mm-hmm. his uh, Ki Hui Key speech was I like I was tearing up and that i i yeah i, I so mean, have the
1: connection i know mean, like my parents would have to him playing like short round and in the goonies but yeah i i thought it was really moving his whole speech and i'm really happy he won i think he has a marvel role coming up so i hope he's in more stuff now yeah. Yeah, i know he went years oh, that cool. really yeah he's in like loki season two
3: that's so cool oh no uh, way sick yeah. loki
2: is actually good so that's that's cool Brendan
0: Fraser, I'm happy about. Um It seems yeah, that's like he's cool, been he kind went. of on the verge of like a comeback for a few years now, but this is like really like I mean, what what like pedestal could you be placed on higher than best actor at the Academy Awards? So it's I mean Yeah, totally kinda, like it reminds me of like like Matthew McConaughey like winning in two thousand thirteen or whatever it was and just but it, I mean that was considered like a comeback for him, uh but I mean Brendan Fraser like barely even had a career in Hollywood for some years so what a what a big bounce back. Uh yeah, it is really great to see that. And I didn't see the whale though. But I still,
2: I um I Yeah, but I'm sure he was great. I mean, it's such a
3: interesting role. Mhm. Uh Michelle Yeoh uh
0: and Jamie Lee Curtis both are just to me just just two awesome actors that I I, I admire and almost everything they're in like I like, I'm, it's it's just, it feels like, like, good karma for them to earn something.
1: Yeah, it makes me want to go, I've never really watched many, like, classic Hong Kong action movies, but I, like, I saw when they were playing, like, the um, at the Oscar like, a montage of her previous roles, and I, like, really
3: want to go back and watch some of those now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Crouching yeah, Tiger, Yeah, totally. Dragon.
3: Something. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh... The, the one other one, I will say, because we got, we got into a pretty pointed discussion about this, but for best animated feature... <laughs> I think,
3: Pinocchio!
0: <laughs> I was like, I was just... I, I knew like, Gamma da Toro, I mean, it, it it seemed like a given to us that Pinocchio would win, just given who Gamma da Toro is to so many people in, in Hollywood and and just his, his uh history with the Oscars and all that, but
1: Yeah, no, he's like great for the industry and everything, but
0: But puss in boots, man. But puss, <laughs> puss and boots. Puss puss and puss and puss puss Rob. <laughs> complete robbery Ro-
1: Ro- complete heist. I think Actually, we can yeah. all just
0: be happy that Top Gun Maverick and Glass Onion, neither of neither of those won best adapted screenplay.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. I am I was very happy with that. Alrighty.
1: I I wouldn't have minded Top Gun Maverick that much, but
0: just because Eyes of the fucking... conversation we had about, like, what actually defines an adapted screen. Yeah, yeah no,
1: okay, that's true. <laughs> it makes
2: make no idea.
0: fucking sense. So stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Thank God Top Blue
2: and Maverick did not walk away with that Oscar. They did win something, though, I think, unfortunately. It won,
1: it won like, sound. It was just, like, yeah. unfortunate, I think. It's, like, I don't know. I don't ever really get mad about, like, production, design, sound. Like, the, the yeah. people do really great work, but it's, I don't know, it's hard, harder to be mad about those
0: yeah uh let's move on to the last of us though i think that's we could not not the most eventful oscars no one got punched so we don't need to talk about it for a whole hour no one got slapped rather um okay so the finale we were (laughs) we were talking the other week about this how like the previous two episodes kind of like they didn't diverge because obviously there was important storytelling to do with, with Ellie but they did in a sense like they they were uh, very isolated episodes in, in terms of like the arc they, they had compared to the rest of the season mm-hmm. um, so we were like oh there must be like a, a massive finale coming because in order to like cram all this like this last stuff into one episode would be like they they must it must be like an hour and a half was this this must have been the shortest episode of the season this is like one of the shortest
1: finales i've ever seen it was it didn't really hurt it that much but it's just like so weird i think the credits started rolling at like 9 44 oh yeah something it was it was a
2: 43 minute episode
1: so yeah yeah that's like
2: uh it was definitely the shortest and it made sense i mean i'm and, and it, well, what's, what's even funnier is that it was 44 minutes, including the entire beginning with Ellie's yeah. mom, which is all original yeah. material.
0: <laughs> I was like, we're, we're doing like a 40 minute finale and we're going to thrown in 10 minutes of flashbacks. All right. I, I love yeah. this episode. I think this is one of the best ones of the season. Don't get me wrong. But I, I, I just thought it was, it was like a funny way to, to end it. I mean, it's I mean the first episode was an hour and a half, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was fifteen, and I feel like HBO, like a lot of their shows, kind of lean into like last episode of the season has been like White Lotus was extra, House of Dragon was extra. Like it's just a common thing mm-hmm. to get an extra ten or fifteen minutes in.
0: They, yeah. they threw us off with that one. We thought we knew HBO, but can't trust anyone these yeah. days. But I'm I'm glad they didn't like pad it with anything
2: useless because I mean that is I mean what we saw with Ellie and Joel that's. Pretty much exactly what happens in the game, and there's not much more you could, you should really be adding to that. I sure. mean, I think like yeah, it's it's a nice concise way to send
3: home the story uh, uh, in this season. Um,
0: as an amateur screenwriter who has seen quite quite a few episodes of TV in my in my day, I do feel like the pacing was a little off in the hospital. I feel, yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like it no, could have used a little bit more. At some I, point... I
1: think it should have just been a 50-minute episode.
0: At some Yeah, I, I think there if, if there's, like, five more minutes of, like, uh, between Joel getting knocked out and Joel going berserk, I think this episode is, like, the best of the season by far. Because I, I think it just needs, like, a little more, like, what's going on in this facility? Like, what's, like, what are these people doing? That sort of thing. And I, it's, like, I, I think it just, it kind of needs that to, like, sort of build suspense and, like, prepare you for this moment.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I get, I totally get that for, like, a, um, like, definitely for building the suspense. Yeah, I think it was realistic in that. And that's why that's how it is in the game and why they stuck with in the show. And that, like, of course, they're not going to just, like, tell Joel, like, all of the intricate little details of, like, what's going to happen. Yeah, Like, they gave him the basic rundown, which I even still, like, they actually expanded on that dialogue, like, quite a bit compared to the conversation between Marlene and Joel in the game, probably for timing purposes, um, but, like, they not, it doesn't make sense for them to, you know, be like, walk him through, like, a lab and <laughs> be like, this is the research we've been doing. <laughs> like, we're gonna access, then, like, though. they show, like, x-rays and shit. Like, I don't know, like, that because he is, yeah, like, yeah. the way they view him, he's just, like, transporting her. Like, that's all he is. And yeah. so they're not gonna, like, waste time with him and, like, and just, like, do anything else that they don't need to do. That's true.
1: I do felt you... there was still a little bit of, like, they... Marlene explains, like, how critical this is, and then I don't know, they don't just, like, keep him in the room with, like like, a gun against him, like, letting him go was a little weird to me. I, I it's not a big deal, but the whole
2: Yeah. No, I think game. I do think that is a little awkward, the whole like escorting him out. And at least they had two guys with him in the game. It's just one guy. And then it's like it's and he just gets overpowered pretty quickly. But um like it is it is really quick and dirty though cuz like it's just like they they're really kind of just rushing him out of there. There's it, not much of a protocol. And then like I mean, I guess you don't expect him to be able to overpower
0: two guys with
2: machine guns, but, or with rifles, but
0: let's, back, um, let's backtrack a bit and, uh, yeah. Start from, start from the beginning. I, I know it's like, it's, it, I definitely started us on that path. It's, it's very tempting to get into the shootout cause it was, it was quite a shootout. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's talk about the flashback at the beginning and, uh, just, you, you reminded me of this when you were talking about like what sort of exposition they were giving Joel. And uh, the idea of like the, the the cordyceps being in her from birth because of like that interaction, or like the the mom, uh, being infected like as she was, quite literally like like giving birth to Ellie. Giving birth, yeah, yeah. That that is such an interesting idea. So that's yeah, totally, totally original to the show. Yeah,
2: that was yeah. That I mean, like Ellie's mom is a character in the game. She's not I mean, she's known. Like she's not like someone that's just like played by anyone. Mm-hmm. But there's like letters that she wrote to Ellie that Ellie has on her to like read. Um so like she doesn't like this whole backstory with her mom doesn't exist. Like all you know is that like Ellie's mom died at some point, you know, when Ellie was a child or a baby, and she was friends with Marlene, and that's mm-hmm. all you really know. Um so this is all original material, and I thought it was a really unique and interesting way to justify ellie's um immunity because yeah it's never there's never any discussion of like why she's immune in the game it's just like she just happens to be immune like she's like you know it's some which is
3: also Goldie acceptable
0: locks. i think yeah I, exactly
3: yeah
0: i mean i think either way works i think I, I i like if they were going to do anything like this is a very interesting way to do it so i'm, I'm happy with that yeah,
2: totally. And so yeah, I it was cool. I loved that Ashley Johnson played her mom. Yes. She's like I actually think she's a fantastic actress. Like she did such a good job in this in like the scenes that she had. Like it it was just really, really well done. Like I mean Yeah, I she played she played that really well.
0: It's a nice like kinda like uh legacy casting in the sort of way. But it also like the resemblance is uncanny. I, I i was like i I was watching yeah. her and i I forgot that like we had had this conversation last time about about it being the uh the actress that played Ellie in the game was playing Ellie's mom in the show. I totally forgot about that and I was like, wow, this is like that looks just like Ellie <laughs> like uh yeah, oh totally,
2: yeah, I mean like they pattern uh, and because yeah, Ellie's character in the game like is her face is patterned off of. Ashley yeah, Johnson's
1: like face. for all the characters, right? Mm.
2: Yeah, exactly. And so, like, they, they basically... The actually, like, Troy Baker doesn't look much like Joel because, yeah, they didn't do it. I mean, he does, like... I mean, like, you could kind of see, like, little pe- like facial features that are similar, but he just, like, looks a lot different in, like um, in real life. Um, but, yeah, Ashley Johnson, like, she just looks, like, a lot... They, they, they really kept it closer with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also just... It's funny hearing her voice, like, Mm -hmm. because, like, when I hear her, like, even, like, all her, like, grunting and stuff and, like, fighting off just, like, are just, like, noises that Ellie makes in the game. So it's, like, a very, like, surreal moment Mm -hmm. as, like, a fan of the game to, like, see that,
3: uh, that connection.
0: So Marlene comes in,
3: collects baby Ellie, um, then we'll
0: jump back. Presence.
3: Well, I guess one key thing in
1: that scene that I didn't really catch at first is she lies about, like, the timing of cutting the umbilical cord because she doesn't want them to kill Ellie. Mm -hmm. So that was
3: was a little protective mode from her. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it was kind of crazy.
2: And it was really just, like, depressing to see how, like,
3: um, Marlene
2: had to just kill... Oh yeah, no, that's yeah, like, folding oh yeah. the knife,
1: singing the songs crazy. Yeah, it was really sad.
2: Yeah, Ellie was just like ready to kill herself to prevent herself from going crazy, which is nuts. Um, and then yeah, just Marlene just fucking walking in there and shooting her, like just
0: ripping the bandaid off, it's nuts. Um, so back in present day, I'm. I was kind of happy to see them back on the road. Yeah. I was like, I kind of, yeah. I, I realized I missed that when. No, it's funny that it's grown on you because, like, yeah, I, I mean, I yeah, I wasn't too
2: bothered by it, but I think both of you guys kind of um, like were a little bit reserved about the Joel and Ellie like walking together alone and like just being stuck with them for think... like a long period of time. I didn't. So see that they had that at much... this point now, like,
0: yeah, their, their at this point it's got it's, you've grown. Yeah, exactly. I'm like. They were separated, it seemed, for the past two episodes, and I'm like, no, I I like them together now. This is yeah. This, this I think feels they're right. a lot
1: better too when they're kind of like getting along and joking with each other, which we've seen like yeah. this episode and then kind of like the ending of episode six. Exactly. So I, yeah, it just makes it like way more fun to watch.
0: Because we were starting yeah. to enjoy that before they like encountered the the monkeys. Yes, I think so. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, that was like that was a pivotal turning point in their
2: relationship. So. Mm-hmm. yeah we yeah it was much yeah that sequence was was good and and i mean well in this scene in third i guess yeah the way it opens up ellie is initially before they meet the giraffes um obviously very scarred from her experience in the previous episode and is like trying to deal with overcoming that mm-hmm. um or not overcoming it but deal with the the trauma um and you could tell she's like much quieter than she was in the other episodes where they're on the road together um and it's just like and maybe we can get to their like dialogue exchange um where they talk about trauma but you know she's
0: very affected as as obviously she would be i want to get to the drafts i i love the drafts but first there's a there's There's
3: a there's a little tidbit
0: there's a little tidbit (laughs) (laughs) i think you knew i was gonna mention i, I, I did I, I thought about
1: I, it as I, soon I totally as i heard missed it missed
0: this tidbit what was it? it's was joel asking ellie if uh if she wants him to teach her guitar Yes. Yeah. because yeah, oh yeah, okay. like, yeah. I look for a guitar flash yeah. flashback to episode six when i when i bet all the money i had in the world that uh yeah that joel mm-hmm. would play then guitar but, but i i don't think that's allowed yeah. so <laughs> you guys should send me your like paypal or venmo after the episode and uh I'll, like, I'll split it between you. It's not a lot, but I'll hit you guys yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, I'll <laughs> I was, be expecting that. When, when um, I saw that,
3: I was like, oh, it's going to happen! <laughs>
2: like, yes. I know, I know. It's so funny. Like He had to bring up the guitar. Yeah, it's um, Yeah, but that was yeah. They clearly... Yeah, they're building that for Season 2 now, at this point. They've mentioned it twice. It's going to happen in Season 2. I, I would bet all my money on it happening in Season 2, in fact. Mm-hmm. So
0: you know clip that did you guys but... see uh pedro pascal on hot ones oh no. no
1: did
0: not okay i'm just i'm i'm gonna just mention this quickly because i i've become fascinated with this show it's like the one where they eat like the progressively hotter wings. yes yeah i i i the, i'm not the first person to say this by far like everybody in the world has picked up on this for years this kind of just became something i started like i started like retroactively watching a bunch of these recently Sean Evans, who's the 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 journalist who who hosts these, I think is like the strongest, and media journalist, like presently working.
3: Yeah, there wow. there are
0: there are a few like he just asks by far the most interesting questions I I, I see in any interview. Did you like
3: a
1: particular question to Pedro Pascal you're like thinking about right now?
0: No, no, I'm just wondering if you guys watched it. It was, it was like mostly about the Mandalorian, but they they did get into the Last of Us a little bit. Um That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. No, I'm, yeah. It's definitely. I've seen a couple episodes of Hot Ones.
2: It's pretty good. I'm sure. Yeah, you got some. I'm sure Pedro Pascal was a good interview. He seems like a really fun
3: guy. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about
0: talk about the drafts. Yes. This is this is a real giraffe. They filmed with a giraffe. What? Awesome. It really? Yeah. not CGI? No, no. The giraffe wasn't CGI. Everything else is was CGI. I thought it was, CGI. Every, oh, was, thought CGI. It was a
1: perfect CGI. Okay.
0: It's a real giraffe. I... Is this the greatest what? giraffe actor of all time? The greatest. I, by I far. can't
1: think of a single other giraffe in a movie or show. So I think, like, by default, it. Well, that's like disrespectful. It, it did like a good job. Eating. Yeah, that rats. is a
2: bit disrespectful. Don't don't put some respect yeah. on that giraffe's name. Um, that giraffe is real. I'm shocked. Like I was convinced it was CGI. I was watching it with someone, and I said it was CGI. I was like, "No, there's no way this is real. That's <laughs> CGI."
0: That's crazy. Them. The it giraffe is really real, cool and their name is Nabo. 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 N A B O. that pronounced right. Nabo. That's awesome. Nabo. Yeah, probably. That's awesome. Oh my god. There's behind the scenes photos of Ellie with the giraffe. There.
2: What That's a, incredible.
0: What a, you guys thought the giraffe was CGI, everything else in the scene was CGI. The giraffe That's is the real. City? They're just they oh they filmed my the giraffe God. in like a like blue screen like or a green screen or something.
1: heading or something.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Maybe, maybe they brought nuts. the giraffe on set. I don't know how. how they I think found so. It. Yeah.
0: I think it's. That's item. crazy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the bear Prop and cocaine bear real. is real too.
1: Wait, the no one?
0: No, 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 what? no! no I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. i was say, that's just. There's no way. <laughs> they got
1: the bears to act at the whole
0: movie. They, the bear killed so many people.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, no, but I.
2: It's, I it's was actually
0: like... a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Cocaine Bear is awesome.
2: That's like so that was such a good movie. Oh my god, it's so funny. But <laughs> I love that the giraffe is real. Prof. Yeah. HBO. Is they the do it better again? than anyone. Yeah, oh yeah. This whole giraffe thing is a very big moment in the game. Like it's a beloved scene, um, for my people who play the game because it's it kind of is like the only good and wholesome moment where like everything is calm and like you just have like a good feeling about the environment. Like there's no other moment in the game where you ever have that kind of feeling. Um so this is and obviously Joel and Ellie don't really ever have a moment of like just being in the moment and being happy where they do get that in this one scene with the giraffes.
0: I love that it's it's like a beautiful touching moment, but it's also a moment that's totally unique to this world. Like, just, yeah, just stumble yeah, upon totally. kind of like this, this paradise of greenery in, in all the, the midst of the rubble and there's just these like beautiful creatures there that you you wouldn't you wouldn't really see walking around Salt Lake on a normal day. <laughs> I would be totally
1: interesting like animal choice too like to to pick that kind of scene. I would just like never think of a giraffe. Personally. What
0: would your animal be?
1: I would maybe like an eagle flying around or something. Or like a lion. Okay. I think it would be a lion. Like a lion, a lion would probably lion, kill but... him. But yeah <laughs> yeah. A lion. Well, is it infected? lion? maybe like a gorilla. I don't know. It just wouldn't be giraffe.
2: Harambe, Harambe back. Yeah, yeah, no, but I think I think an
0: elephant would be cool. I if I had to pick an animal, or those like, are two uh, animals that are just very majestic in a unique way. Yeah, just because they they have yeah, such they're... a like uh, just just stature and like like almost like dinosaur like like unrealness to them. See, I totally. I don't
1: think of giraffes like that because when I think of giraffes, I think you know the Madagascar series, like <laughs> Melvin the giraffe. <laughs> he's kind of like yes. the whiny guy. I think of him, but he's like the only. I think maybe the most famous giraffe ever. So probably he, the most know. famous
2: animated giraffe. Now Nebo might be the most famous real life giraffe. I think
1: Melvin is probably just the most famous giraffe. Yeah,
0: he's, uh, like, it, it's
1: it can be contested, but yeah. That's what I think.
0: What are you nice going to do? He's, he's, a, he's a movie giraffe. This is a TV giraffe. What, I mean, you know. Yeah. The, world, the world's not to, like, fair.
1: Get that same exposure for sure. Yeah. 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 So they have this really nice scene and then they just get like hit with a flashbang or something. Grenade. Yeah.
0: I know. So yeah. It's kind of like a big catharsis moment before that. So if we want to talk about that, where Joel reveals that he 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 almost shot sure, himself. Yes. Yeah, no, that's that's a that's a pretty crazy reveal. That's Sean, another. Sean is uh, so hasty to get to the shootout. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I
3: actually. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's, that, it's I, the I,
0: Michael I just, Bay fan in you.
1: It might
2: be, <laughs> but yeah, the the reveal there is crazy because yeah, I mean they they it's a different Joel. Obviously, this is not something that Joel talks about or even like is ever alluded to in the game, and I like that. It's different because Pedro Pascal's Joel is just, just different from the game's Joel. I mean, like, he's a much more vulnerable person, um, as we saw, like, in episode six when he was talking to Tommy about how his, like, just, like, his body is just, like, failing him. But um, for him to have that moment with Ellie is just is pretty wild. I mean, just, like, he was in a terrible place in his life, and, like, I'm sure so many people in the the world of The Last of Us, like, just wanted to end things. And it makes it it to me like like that is really like what defines Joel this Joel and the show as being different from the games Joel, and so I'm just hoping that in season two they they keep on that because that makes it much more interesting from a fan's perspective.
0: I think uh, I will actually say what he he talked about in hot ones, which was the question was kind of a, about like uh, the uh, sort of the rough exterior versus the vulnerable interior of his Joel and uh, oh nice he 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 sort of describes it as that way and how that uh, that sort of they wanted to explore that as like a uh an exploration of like male hero archetypes and uh these ideas of like what it means to survive and what vulnerab- vulnerability means to masculinity and I, I absolutely love that as a subject matter uh i mean we talked about this a bit with uh, the panic attacks in episode 6 i think it was 5 or 6 yeah uh, yeah and just episode six. just um like the graceful way they they revealed those and and shared those, and uh, I mean yeah, this I I I love that 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 was sort of the addition they made to Joel as a character.
2: Oh yeah, totally. And I love mm-hmm. that they had that explicit like idea with it too. I mean that sounds. I mean yeah, because to me like these traits make Joel a better character mm-hmm. overall. I mean I love Joel in the game. I I, I mean like I I'm very attached to that and. I think it's done extremely well, and I wouldn't change it, really. But I think Joel in the show, with these qualities, is a better character. Like, no doubt.
3: hmm Yeah,
1: and I think just, like, ending the interaction with Ellie saying I guess time heals everything, and then saying time did do it is really big to, like, kind of conclude the relationship and how it's built between these two mm-hmm. through the season. And it makes it like, kind of sad that I guess we'll get we'll get to it soon. That the finale kind of
3: indicates that maybe they like will never get back to that, but.
0: Um. I will one last comment on just what we were saying about Joel and the idea of uh, masculinity as like a thematic subject material. I think I mean we. We talked a lot about, especially early on in the season, about like ways that tv adaptation could diverge from a video game and i think with adaptation uh with any story that gets like repeatedly adapted there's always that sort of modernization of it and i mean it's 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 only been what nine nine ten ten years since the last one came out and it's interesting to see that that was sort of like the modern idea and i think it's like it's such an important thing in in our current time to be to be exploring that and uh I mean, I think that's just just a great job by the writers to acknowledge that and work that in.
2: Yeah, definitely very well done in in the in the things they in those these changes they made with Joel's character. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, like and like you were saying, Sean, yeah, like Joel talks about how um, like people is like or how well he said time didn't heal it, implying that you know it's the people that he's met. Like implying mainly Ellie that like help heal those kinds of wounds, and is alluding to um, kind of this daughter, this father-daughter relationship that has developed between them throughout the course of the whole season, and um, even like yeah, and and later at the end of the episode, he kind of talks a bit more about Sarah, but he's very obviously you know
3: Ellie is filling that void for him at this point,
0: and then. They were hit by a oh well, the first, the pun book came back, I liked the yeah pun book that's more true. That around. did come back yeah
1: yeah <laughs> it, it it's warmed on me a little bit, um, maybe it's like Joel's warmed up to it too, so
0: yeah, the pun book came back, and then they got, yeah, they got flashback they were
2: concussed. yeah, yeah, I think um yeah, so when they get concussed it actually like this is might be worth mentioning, but um, in the game, it is fairly different, um they they go through like a part where they have to swim under a bus and then like the bus falls and Joel is like trapped for a minute and then Ellie gets him out and he's like unconscious cuz he was like almost drowned and then Ellie is the one that gets bashed on the head with the butt of a rifle and is knocked out um, i think or I, I could be i might be like totally wrong i might be the reverse and Joel and Ellie is the one who drowned, like almost drowned but i feel like it was Ellie Trying to resuscitate
0: Joel, but um, either way, it is a different way. Where I love they how many ended times up... the season, like you as like the game guy, has just been like, I'm not sure, but I think, and then like gone sort of back and forth
1: between like, yeah, between well, it's like, it's <laughs> like
0: <laughs> one of these is is possible. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, I know
2: like the general thing yeah. that happened, <laughs> but I can't remember who was in which role. But I think this would have been a good opportunity in the show to kind of build up a bit more time. Um, and it wouldn't necessarily be building up suspense in the hospital, but I think it would have been cool to have Joel have like a dream sequence about like Sarah and Ellie, which mm-hmm. doesn't happen in the game at all. This is kind of just like a random idea I just thought of. Interesting. But That's I awesome. think it would have been cool to like, I guess, I don't know. I, I like dream sequences as, yeah. you know, me and Charlie are fans of Twin Peaks, um, kind of like, and like surrealist sort of things. And all of us as Sopranos fans have experience some good dream sequences um so i think that would have been cool to have in the show just like as another thing to add to it um and this would have been the time to do it i think that's
0: um, much better than my like lab tour idea
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean it wouldn't really like necessarily build up suspense for the hospital itself but i think it would be good to just like further ingrain like joel's mental state and his feelings about Ellie as, like, a daughter figure.
0: What if they did a lab tour and it answered, like, one of the most important uh, and pertinent TV in the Kitchen questions of the season? Uh, and that's, like, are are the monkeys, like, able to be infected? Like, what if they had, like, infected monkeys that they were <laughs> testing on? Would that have that, made the lab tour <laughs> Yeah,
2: then we would have known that, like, someone's listening in and, think- uh...
3: I think there's
1: no, no infected animals after the giraffes seem to be like kind of living their best life. I don't know. They seem to be doing great.
2: Yeah. I, I'm sure most animals are probably living their best lives for uh, <laughs> the rest zoos. of the world. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: exactly.
3: <laughs> and uh, I'm sure there's no, there's no longer a poaching industry either. So the elephants are probably also doing pretty well. I
0: d- yeah I yeah that, yeah I guess you're probably right. Um. Uh. So yeah, let's okay. We get should we talk more about the cordyceps um. In birth idea or do we do we kind of get through everything we want to say? About My that?
1: one thing is I guess this will lead into our next discussions. But did you guys think? from when they used all, like, the science talk about the doctor's gonna do this and this, did that imply to you guys that this is, like, a sure thing, like, this will work or no? Because for me, I think that indicated that this, is, like, has a really good chance of working the cure.
2: I think, yeah, uh, I think clearly, like, they thought it was gonna work. I think they should have been more reserved about it to, sort. I mean, it, it would really just end up, like, justifying Joel's actions a bit more, but I, I don't think there's any way they could have been certain that it would work. Like, there's no way they could know. Exactly. Like, they could be certain that they could, like, synthesize, like, something to try and, like, do like produce, a, like, a vaccine, as they were saying. But, like, there's no way that they could guarantee that they could, like, extract it from her brain, I guess, right? Like, right. I don't know.
0: I think that's true. And also, I mean... I think it's important to note that they have mentioned that like vaccines and stuff like that have been like there's been false hopes about that sort of thing before, so i think I think it is like i think it is important that it's like vague and and undetermined,
3: yeah okay that's true
0: I think that adds yeah. more of a more of a complexity to to the decision which is yeah funny. I think
2: like yeah, they do use, and like you were saying, like Marlene does give some like science talk, and that's not from from the game. So, it seems like the writers wanted to make it seem like there was more sub- substance behind like the vaccine and it wasn't just like a a blind shot at trying to like it, just extract like some of her brain matter at the chance of doing something. So, I do think although it is it's still ambiguous as to like whether or not it's a sure thing, um they do make it they, I think, they add a little
0: bit more confidence mm-hmm. uh, with those lines. The second Joel gets like knocked down by that guy in the room, I just like want, like I, I like, I, I could tell where this was going, and I was just like, yes, like I, I'm so ready, I'm so ready. <laughs> it's, like, I just like I wanted to like see him go berserk, and like just they, they, they managed to make those like two like goons like so unlikable in a matter of like yeah, or, in like, like fifteen five seconds. words. Yeah, yeah,
2: no, and, totally. Yeah, and it's and it's it, it's easy to get to this position for us too, because like it it seems like a, a an obvious choice from like you know if we were looking at this just from a, a single point without the rest of the season and just be like yeah like she should just save they should just try and save the world and sacrifice this child like sadly, but we because we spent so much time with Joel like he's becoming an anti-hero like before our eyes and we're like rooting for him like we rooted for Tony Soprano and <laughs> like in many cases or something like that right so yeah it's definitely like a, it's a it's a, it's a good it's a good par, it's a good turn for how the audience can view Joel
3: sure
0: yeah i i i think it's important that it's like it's it's a show about sort of him like finding his his humanity and uh i mean in a sense that's
3: um, hmm? no,
1: no, no, well, continue.
0: well in, in a sense it's like what what like like you said what might seem like a simple decision if like asked about it with no context uh i mean it's sort of like it it just like delves into the humanity of the audience too that that becomes like a complex question and of morality and something that can be debated and i think that that's that's uh what more can you ask for from TV, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I I see where Joel's coming from. I'm like really anti Joel here. I think <laughs> I, mean, I found it Ooh. so hard to watch when he walked into the doctor's room and he just like shot the doctor in the face. Like I don't know, I was like really not rooting for him. I get where he's coming from, but I think like given the situation of the world, like even if it's not guaranteed the chance to like
3: save everyone is just like probably too much to right like, kind of overturn. I mean, it brings up.
0: I think it's like right. So there's like the there's there's the chance to save everyone, but it's like to me there there's so many ifs to it. Right? It's like yeah. It's like one like the baseline of whether this vaccine will even work, but it's also like two like people who have the vaccine are like the fire these are the fireflies right yeah like essentially the rebels and it's like there's clearly this like power dynamic that's that's existed in this world for two decades now and I think that's like made massively important that it's like could they even work it out if a vaccine was offered
3: totally yeah no it's it's really difficult because like um,
2: for one thing like you're saying like there's no guarantee that the vaccine would even like be able to be correctly made and and, and be functional. Um, two, like even with a vaccine, like you're not gonna bring the infected back from being infected, because their bodies are just like so deformed and shit. Mm-hmm. So uh, you'd have to like have like a collective effort to like wipe out the existing ex- infected. I Which is clearly like a tall task because
1: but they if, just if could like tear you to shreds. Like coming for you, like if, if you've started that, yeah. people, I feel it's easier to wipe them. And like going back to my earlier thing, I think also it's like really slimy and like villainous to not tell Ellie what they're doing. Like I think she deserves to know.
0: Yeah, like you said, I mean, he did bring up that point of like it's 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 not Marlene's decision. Marlene rebuttals like it's it's not yours either. What would she want?
1: But I think in that scene, you can just see from his face that he knows, I she think, would. that she would, she would want to, to give her life for the cure. From totally, his, like, yeah. That's I mean, what I got from his expressions like, when she says, like, you know what she'd want to do. Right. Like, whatever she
2: yeah, says. Yeah, and yeah, she definitely would. Because, like, she, we know from, like, an earlier, like, when she tried to save Sam, like, she wants to, like, help people. Because yeah. she's gone through all this dark shit, and it's such a terrible world. That, like, if she can be, uh, a po- if it's possible that, like, her sacrifice could change everything, like, she clearly would.
1: Yeah, so that just, to me, makes it, like, a little bit more of, like, a selfish decision. For yeah, me. it definitely should be her choice, obviously, though.
2: Like, yeah. it is kind of weird that they don't tell her anything. Um, but, it, I mean, it makes sense for the the plot's sake um, that Ellie doesn't know um you know what the plan was it's also
0: like if if the basis of like your point is that like like how can we like determine like the value of one girl's life in like the face of like you know saving civilization but then it's like you take 20 people's lives in the process not not ideal but i mean like like some of those people were firing back some of those people were executed
1: yeah that's why like when he was going through the building against people firing back it's one thing and then when he just like shot the doctor in the face was like where really my opinion really turned because i feel you could just like yeah i know shoot him in the leg you'd be like get on your knees like something like that
3: well in joel's
1: defense in
2: joel's defense the doctor did have a scalpel <laughs> and uh, was, was did didn't have it He's, in, in, right in a fighting position? Yeah, in, in a fighting position, he was
3: ready to stab Joel with the scalpel. <laughs> fighting
0: position.
3: <laughs> That's but, true. Yeah. So, but
2: um, another thing, though, I just want to because I was thinking about this a lot: the logistics of the vaccine, Um because it there's no way they could like really distribute it. I mean, I like, guess one thing with the QZs, like they're not like federal as like opposed to them, like from like a, a factional standpoint, but um, there's a, there's only like a couple, There's probably like, like Boston we know was like a relatively functioning QZ, but we don't have any reason to believe that any of the other ones are really functioning all that well based on what we saw at the Kansas City one. So to distribute this vaccine like to a, a larger part of the world just seems like a, it seems kind of impossible. Like, there's the vaccine itself. Like, to me, there's it's much harder for that to be something that fixes things. Like, there's this just like, this just, like society is so broken. Like, you have all these factions that are just like, uh, throughout the countryside, like, they all have their weird quirks. Some are cannibals. Like, some people are really peaceful. But it's just like there's, there's a complete like break in like communication and just like everything is, to sh- is shit. So, like, maybe you could <laughs> have, like, like, a small
0: group. Bother?
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I, no, no, I feel, I, feel it's like it would, be, it would be, like, a, it wouldn't be, like, you know, COVID vaccine, like, eight months, here you go. But I feel like, you know, thinking of, like, a eight-year, ten-year timeline, like, I feel like, like, you start mass-producing it, slowly moving it around, people hear about it, people go to get it, you start, like, rebuilding the cities, getting rid of the infected now that you're immune, like, I feel over, like, a ten-year you could be I feel feeling. like it's like a fifty-year timeline. I, like I feel like it's, it's like a lot but longer. It's, I feel like it think. is like an exponential growth where it's like it's slow year one and then slower. Then you hit like a certain point where a certain amount of people have the vaccine and like the distribution is getting higher. And by year seven or eight, I feel like it just starts moving quicker and quicker.
2: And I get that. That that's true. Like yes, like you, you could maybe you could like like exponentially get high vaccination rates, but like the threat of the infected to me is still so monumental because especially with the infected in this version of the show like you step on like a, a, a spore like a mile away and then like a thousand of them start like rushing
0: to like this that site you know what like, you guys are missing majorly uh, with your timeline What what's gonna what happen are we when big pharma gets their hands on the vaccine uh, exactly dude it's gonna there, it's gonna <laughs> be like a million dollars <laughs> there's going to be no
2: accessibility. Big Pharma is going to be resurrected once they hear that there's a, a an inf- a last of us Cordyceps vaccine. Just how do like they all come yeah, out I of the
0: Not going to be selling that.
2: It's true. Maybe she was like an employee at uh, Pfizer <laughs> before the before the pandemic.
1: I like kind of doubt like a like a freedom fighter was like a Pfizer CFO, but you never know.
2: That's true. I thought unlikely, but we can't discount it. Yeah, maybe Joel. Maybe that's what was going through Joel's head. I mean,
1: I, I just think it's. I guess it's cool to have the finale, and I guess this is why the first game is so acclaimed that the people are like kind of split over what the right choice was.
0: Let's talk. About oh yeah, totally about season two, and then we'll talk a bit about what's what's coming up with us because we had a little change of plans. Uh, yeah. call.
2: Well, I guess we should we should finish talking about the Yeah, the last team. Oh, sure,
0: sure, with, sure. with with Joel and Ellie cuz yeah, like
2: so Joel like goes all Joel Wick and kills everyone in the hospital. I was actually like pleasantly surprised by how many people they had him kill cuz I mean, you kill a lot of people in the game, like obviously. That's just part of the gameplay. But they really had him like he took out a ton of people. And we were estimating like Joel's kill count um for like a year and I mean, he's killed like over 30 people so you know he's, he's, he's got some good numbers um, but uh, yeah I thought it was I thought he did a good job with the montage and it wasn't like he killed a lot of people but it wasn't too overwhelming
3: mm-hmm. yeah
2: um, but yeah he gets Ellie out of there and he's driving away I mean he also has a final confrontation with Marlene and executes her in a brutal way um, I think they played that scene really well um he just like Joel is just so set on protecting Ellie and doesn't really want anyone coming after her. And he just takes out Marlene in in cold blood. Um but you know once they're in the car, Joel's explaining to her that like just like just telling a complete like bold faced lie.
1: And lie. And saying, she like me too.
2: Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like she was definitely like she was confused about like why she was still in the medical guard, which I think was a, a good thing for her to be confused by. Um, and yeah, just like uh, they are having this little short car ride, run out of gas and they're walking. And we get like the, to me, like the, the pivotal final scene where Ellie is asking him straight up, like, like if, if he's telling the truth and he confidently says yes,
0: when he is lying. It kind of does still seem like he's lying when he says that.
1: No, he's, like, not a good liar. It's it's very yeah, predictable I think, to me. I, mean, he's, I yeah. feel like someone else, like, another person could have pulled it off. He just, like, he didn't pull it off.
2: I, I think, yeah, honestly, like, Troy Baker pulls it off really well in the game, to be honest. I mean, I, I kind of just, like, always think of that moment, and it's, like, pretty convincing. Um, and even at, at least, I guess, like, yeah, he does – he's not as convincing. Pedro Pascal is not as convincing. And at the same time, Ellie is also less convinced. I think she is slightly more convinced in the game, although definitely has uh, some
1: doubts. And that's like kind of the tragic part of it is he he does all this to save who's like his pseudo daughter now, and now it's like it seems like they'll never be able to go back to the point of the giraffes. I think like that is just done now because there'll always be like this between them.
3: I, I, yeah, no, that's I mean, great to bring up, totally.
0: Yeah. I'm excited to see where they'll kind of pick up with their relationship with me. Because um, all, all I know is that it, it they there's a time jump and they have complex relationship between them.
3: Yeah, season so my, two my will be... My minimal research. So, <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I mean,
2: yeah, season two will be five years after this point. And this point, technically... Is one year after the start of the story. So Ellie is now roughly 15 and she will be roughly 20 in season two. And Joel will also be 61 or 62, I think. Yeah.
1: Joel's going to be an older man in this show.
2: (laughs) Yes. No, he's 56 in the beginning. But so, you know, a year later, he's 57. No, he does Man, not. He like no,
1: work, I don't know.
2: he was thirty six in the first episode. At least he said that out loud. Pedro Pascal
0: um, is going to be playing an eighty seven year old by the time the show is over. I know.
3: <laughs> yeah. So,
2: but yeah, they, it, they'll. Yeah, I mean, it's not really a spoiler, but they will be ingrained in Tommy's community um, in the second season. So it'll be we'll, we'll have a nice fun time back at the commune. Seeing how everything's
3: going, but the communists? Oh, oh no! Oh yeah, John <laughs> Joel's
0: not gonna <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, everything I've seen about The Last of Us Part Two really interests me. So I'm, I, I've heard. it. I mean, I think you've kind of, you kind of said that it, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't. My it,
2: only, comp-
0: yeah, I'm not gonna, yeah, I don't want to get into spoilers. spoilers. My right. main
2: complaint. Yeah, so without spoilers, I mean, like, my complaint about the game is just like the overarching theme is very cliche. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's like delivered that well. And there's some actions taken by characters that just don't really make sense, um, given everything that happens in the game. Um, But that being said, like, the game itself, like, one, like, I mean, yeah, like, aside from like the story itself, it's like just a really well done, amazing game. The gameplay is like better than the first one and all that stuff. But. Um, even the story, like there's a, there's a really good cast of characters. It's more dynamic than the first game. You're introduced to like a lot of really interesting and good characters. Like, I don't think there's a single bad character in the game mm-hmm. at all. It's just like, it comes down to a couple of decisions. I think were um, not really, not that interesting. And, and it, it kind of dumbs down the story. Yeah. I, well, not the whole story, but it dumbs down like the overarching theme compared to this first game. And the first story that we've seen between Joel and Ellie.
0: Sure.
2: Um, and we can talk about that, you know, when the time comes.
3: <laughs> when the time but
2: comes. I, I'm really curious how they'll, how they'll do this, the second season in the show. I think, like, they don't need to expand as much. And if anything, if they wow. do expand, they have a lot more characters to expand they're, upon. They're expanding
0: into multiple seasons.
2: Yes, exactly. So, like, and I can, I actually can, like, already envision, like, where the seasons will cut off. But to me, it should only be really in two seasons, if, uh, is, is how I would kind of think of it. Um, they could do even more seasons and then, like, go dive into, like, stories of other characters mm-hmm. besides Joel and Ellie and uh, some of the main characters of the second game. But, um, yeah, in general, like, I, I'm still excited to see the second season for sure and like yeah there's a, I, and one thing for sure i would also mention is that like there's a lot of just like empty and like kind of like shallow critiques of the game from like a like reactionary like right-wing perspective because like i mean this is not a spoiler but like there's like a transgender character in the game oh, and okay. so people like were making like stupid criticisms like oh this game is like it's like a woke game and you know all that bullshit yeah, so yeah, like that. yeah that's yeah, so, like, that's, like, not... That's not where my criticisms lie. I think, like, that character is actually an awesome character, like, really interesting, and, like, it's one... It's a character of, like, other... That character is, like, a member of a group that is also a fascinating group to have, like, in a show like this. So, um, anyway, yeah. The, I think those complaints are, like, very shallow and, and uh, not substantive. Um, but the, there are legitimate ones, I think, like, can be justified. But, anyway... Yeah, second season will be, I think it has a lot of really great um, opportunity, I guess, to build upon the success of this season.
0: All righty, well, I'll see you guys then. Yep. No, uh, yeah. well, first, first, let's uh, <laughs> we'll quickly run through. Um, so we are not doing Ted Lasso. This has been decided. Unfortunately, yes. we will not be able to fit into our scheduled programming. But, uh, so we're going to be doing Succession starting on March 26th, and then also picking up Barry, uh, which starts in mid-April, I believe on the 16th, I want to say, something like that. And uh, so we'll be doing Succession releasing on Sunday, Barry releasing on Monday, until Succession ends, in which uh, Barry will be releasing Monday morning. All right. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thanks for the season. Yeah.
3: Yeah, great season.